now, Brandon Thickboy Shaw. What's poppin', fam? June 5th, Monday morning. June gloom here in Los Angeles, and we are feeling it. It's a tad chilly out there, fam. Hope you guys are doing well. How's the kids? Summer break coming up. Parents, figure it out. Kids are going to be on the loose. Got to entertain those little bastards 24-7. We've got to figure out as parents, our summer breaks are different, aren't they, fam? Aren't they? Fresh off the a long car ride. From San Diego, I was in La Jolla this weekend at the Comedy Store, one of my favorite venues. Thanks for everybody that came out. Sunday show. Never, ever have I done a Sunday show. And uh, it was fun. Different. Different vibe. The, the energy of the crowd is just different on a Sunday. But uh, Friday and Saturday was so much fun. Thanks for everybody that came out. A lot of support in San Diego. Our boy Matt Ari- Ariza came out. Nice. The punt god. Um, hopefully he has some news as far as the team goes. That's his story to tell him, not mine. But if he did go to this team I want him to go to, it would make my year, and I'd be the first one to buy his jersey. What I'd do is just one of those custom jerseys. You know, before they release his, I'd just make my custom one because uh, I'm a big-time punk god guy. Um, so shout-out to him. Our boy Remy, the Navy SEAL from Fire and the Kid, came to the show with his beautiful wife. The boys from Buttery Bros came. All the Buttery Bros, they flew in Sunday at 6. The show was at 7. They f- jetted over from the airport. So shout out to the Buttery Bros. Absolutely love those dudes. Uh, Chin came. Yeah. Chin make a, made a, an appearance. And then uh, my feature was Brett Forte, who's a comic out of Canada. He's banned from Canadian TV. He's such a savage. Uh, he's a monster. He did so well, man. And then uh, Adam Tiller. Uh, I met Adam when I was at... The Tacoma Comedy Club. He's a uh, he's based out of there. He's based out of Tacoma, Seattle area, but he's a savage too. So it was a good. Ch- you were there, Chin. Yeah, Monsters, fun, right? Yeah. Monsters. That crowd's rocking. That my f- favorite club, man. I could live in La Jolla. It is beautiful over there. Yeah, it's like you know everyone's like, oh, we're gonna you're moving to Nashville, you're moving to Florida, you're moving to Texas. I'm like, San Diego could be a good spot. Yeah. Not all woke like it is here, you know. It could be a good spot, man. Took the fellas to the Padres game on uh, Sunday. Went to the Padres game on Sunday. It's Military Appreciation Day. This is the most fire jersey in all of uh, professional sports, I think, when they do the military jerseys. Mm-hmm. So I had to go there and pick myself up the authentic military jersey. What bothered me is they sell this one. This is the only one I could get. And then the, the team wore the green camo, the jungle camo. How are you going to sell me the one they're not wearing? <laughs> You look like an asshole. Um, what can you do? Then me and Jay picked up those Fear of God San Diego hats. You can only get those at the arena, so we we're pretty crunk. And uh, that's Brett Forte on the left there. You'd think it's uh, Zach Efron, but that <laughs> is uh, not. He's a handsome bastard. Yeah, great kid. Great freaking kid. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to uh, San Diego, man. Absolutely love it down there. And everybody who came out, appreciate you guys. I'll be doing spots around L.A. for the next few weeks. So excited to be home with the kiddos. His baseball camp starting. He has all sorts of crap going on for the summer, keeping those little bastards busy. Trying my best, man. Trying my best. Uh, we do have a Calabasas fight campaign this Saturday for UFC 289. Uh, I will almost guarantee you the Calabas fight campaign will be more exciting than this pay-per-view of UFC 289 and will cost you nothing. So if you'd rather just listen to us watch this terrible pay-per-view, uh, that's probably the move. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is one of the worst pay-per-views we've had in a long time. 
This isn't any disrespect to the fighters on the card when I talk like that. It's a disrespect to the UFC for putting this card on. This is not a typical pay-per-view, especially in Canada. Usually they load Canada dates up. Uh, this one is very soft. They, they're thanking their lucky fight stars that Charles Oliveira and Darius had to reschedule, and they were the co-main event. If you don't have Charles Oliveira and Darius on this card, you do not have a card that you could charge anybody for. Now, the Canadians, they, they love fighting, so they're going to sell this bad boy out no matter what. But my God, the disrespect to the Canadian fans. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Give us something here. Now, to be fair, I get it. It's tough. You know, schedules have to line up, stuff like that. And they've announced some big-ass fights, so I'm grateful. You know, I watch everything. I'm grateful. Um, and they do have – I think they have a pay-per-view like the next four months. Was there two in July? There's one June, two in July. There's a big one in August, really big one in August. The mm -hmm. massive one's in July, big one in August. And you also have Nate Diaz, Jake Paul in August. And there's a lot of boxing going on, too. I know you guys aren't the biggest boxing fans, but you have Crawford, uh, Spence coming up, which is massive. I mean, best fight in boxing in a hot second. Um, Javon Davis can be out for a little bit. He's fighting with the inmates in prison right now. That's all right. That's all good. It's all good. We'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, it's again, I'm not crapping on this card. I'm not trashing the card. But to charge $79.99, this is a tough sell. I'm not going to sugarcoat to you guys. Tough sell. Very tough. Yeah. Very tough. Watch Fight Campaign for free. Mm -hmm. How about that? Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. We got a great lineup, and I'll announce everybody uh, coming up here pretty soon. Um, yeah, man. You know, as far as the fight world goes, the fights over the weekend, the two big headliners from the fight night, uh, kind of the stars of that card. Obviously, you have the, the controversial decision with Kai Kara France and uh, Armer Albazi. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also have Jim Miller. I'd say three stars. You have Jim Miller knocked a dude out in 23 seconds. Just put him in the Hall of Fame right now. Can you guys do that? Also, I think Jim Miller, there's like the Jim Miller rise right now. You got the Matt Brown. It's like these old heads doing the damn thing. If you look at like guys who could compete in the top 10, Jim Miller looks like one of those guys. To knock a dude out in Jesse Butler, a young prospect out in 23 seconds, I think it's time we can start putting that guy in some big-time fights. It's Jim Miller, for God's sakes. Dude, Jim Miller, even Jim Miller against anybody. How, how is he not on pay-per-view? You're telling me Jim Miller against anybody, including Jesse Butler's, not bigger than uh, damn near every card on this pay-per-view coming up besides the main event, co-main event? Might be bigger than the main event, let's be honest here, right? Um, and then Tim Elliott. Name one person in America, probably the world, that wasn't rooting for Tim Elliott after going through. Find out his wife was cheating on him with his, with his, with his coach. Yeah. I mean, everyone's rooting for that guy. Now, did Tim Elliott look fantastic? No. But for Tim Elliott to deal with all that crap and still be able to go in there and execute a, a winning uh, performance, hats off to him. I can't imagine what he's dealing with mentally. So shout out to him. My boy Andre Olaski got finished. Put him in the Hall of Fame right now as well. Um, so that one was tough. But that's in regards to the, the big controversy is the Amir and Kai Kara France uh, decision, split decision. It, again, how many times if when you guys listen to me talk on the show, do, is it about the judging? The judging is always thing. Judging is the biggest problem in mixed martial arts across the board. We can't change the judges. The judges are who they are. It is what it is. I think we need to allocate more resources to them, whether it's 
Um, we, we just have to set them up for more success. What doesn't work for me is giving these outs of going, toughest job in, in fighting, man. Toughest job. In, oh, stop with that. You know, and the criteria, the scoring criteria, the must system. There's so many issues with it. There's so many little tweaks that we could make, which would give the fighters a better advantage. To go, you can't leave in the hands of the judges. What the hell are you talking about, man? How many times have I told you this? Can't leave in the hands of the judges. Hey, it turns out Amir Albazi and Kaikara France, they're both pretty freaking good, dude. It's very tough at flyweight to get a finish. So we should be able to rely on the judges. I The only time, the only time you're going to get a change is when Dana White's had enough. But to Dana White, he's putting out other fires. You know, he's dealing with other business. Or he's just like, we're just making money. We don't give a shit about the judging. Because trust me, if it became such a problem, which it is, but to him he's not since he's not a fighter, it became such an issue where they started losing money, trust me, you'd have a change in judging by next week. You'd have a change in judging by this Saturday at UFC 289. But it's just not. It's not affecting his bottom line. So we're going to put up with it. You're going to take the fights they give you. You're going to shut the fuck up. You're going to take the judging that they give you, and you're going to do nothing about it. You'll do nothing, Jon Snow. You can do nothing about it. You know nothing, Jon Snow. We all just got to eat crow. We just got to eat this big black dick. That's how it goes. No one's going to do shit. No one's going to do anything. We're just going to complain for a day and move on. That's how this goes. Uh, I thought it was pretty clear. Kai Kara France, one, one rounds, one, uh, one, four, and five. Clear as day. Um, could even give them rounds one, two, four, and five. Three definitely didn't win, but one, two, four, and five, I would assume was the judging. But for sure, I thought even Ray Charles was given one, four, and five. Clear as day, but it is what it is. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Let's take a little break, kids, talking about all the Real Housewives of the fight world because UFC 289 is sure to pack a punch. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code SHOPSHOW. New customers can make a $5 UFC 289 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. There's some good dogs on here. In the main event, you got Irene Aldana fighting Amanda Nunes. She's a dog. I like the Mexican. Get it done and add to the titles for all the Mexicans out there, the Mexicanos. Good luck out there. You got Charles Oliveira, Charles Oliveira Benil Darius. Darius is a slight favorite, but he's a good one to bet on. Um, Dan Ige is a big favorite, so you could parlay Dan Ige. You could toss Eric Anders in there. That's a tough one. Um, and then you got uh, Darius and Aldana. Or if you just want to bet on the straight-up dog and Aldana, that's probably your safest bet. Uh, but do it with my friends at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Promo code is Shop Show only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Wayne Hunter Gambler in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gambling, uh, gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call Wayne Hunter Gambler or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please p- please play responsibly. Uh, in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 
789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after assurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms in at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash MMA terms. If you're still listing, all you got to do is bet on UFC 289. Use my friends at DraftKings. Promo code SHOPSHOW. You're welcome. And just to uh, double check, it's 888-789-7777. Yeah, I get that one. For right, the gambling sure. problem. Yeah. He said two eights. All right. Obviously, Izzy went off on the judges. Yeah, that's his boy, man. He said he, he predicted that they were going to screw him. I guess the two particular judges, I forgot their names. You got to assume they're going to screw yeah. And those fighters fighting uh, this weekend, Vancouver, trust me, I beat Andre Orlovsky. Yep. I mean, everybody lost that fight. <laughs> the fans lost. It was an exciting fight. I beat them. They screwed me over a split decision. So those, those fighters fighting this weekend, get ready. Get ready. Get ready, man. But that's what it is. But you got a pay-per-view this freaking weekend. UFC 289 is going down. Like I said, I'm not going to bullshit you guys. It's not going to knock your hair back. Um, now, also to the UFC's defense, whenever we do assume the card's going to be bad, it tends to be some of the best cards of the year. Sometimes. I just don't see it with this one. But again, there's a reason why when everyone's like, oh, this card's trash. The fighters hear this stuff and they put on. They, they really show out. So let's hope that's the case here. Look at the matchups. You can have some snooze fest. Uh, that Mark Andre uh, Berriolt and uh, Eric Anders, just stylistically to kick off the main card, that's probably going to decision. Uh, Dan Ige, Nate uh, Landwehr. Nate Landwehr's exciting as shit. Fighting a guy, fighting a guy in Dan Ige. Uh, I assume Dan's the favorite here. You look at the strength of schedule Dan's gone through. He only loses to the tip of the spear guys. Anytime they knock him down a level, he starches dudes. And now I'm not saying that Nate's down a level, but compared to the guys Danny Gay's lost to, he'd be on that second tier. He's not a first tier guy. He's exciting. We love him. I will always watch Nate fights. No, you know, knock against Nate. But it his how should I say this? His fundamentals when it comes to boxing, he's not as smooth as Danny Gay. When, when the house is on fire, Dan A.A. stays pretty calm, cool, and collected, can execute and get combinations off. I think he knocks out Nate. Nate's a wild boy. Nate's one of my favorite fighters to watch, but that comes with a, you know, with a little asterisk there. Fun, but when it comes to a Dan A.A. who's you know, pretty versed in boxing, I'll take Dan A.A. all day. That's probably why he's a minus 260 favorite. Um, yeah, he, you know, that Dan A.A. one has a chance to get a finish. Uh, the Malot Fugit fight, Fugit, Fugit, <laughs> looks like Fugit, 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 yeah, Fugit. Um, you know this Canadian thing. It is what it is. Um, and then to the co-main event, which is by far the best fight yeah. on the card, Charles Oliveira, uh, Benil Dariush. I'm a Dariush fan. I don't know what it is. I have nothing against Charles Oliveira. He's one of the greatest fighters of all time. First bout Hall of Famer. One of the best to ever do it. I keep picking against them. This is going to be no different. I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Charles Oliveira. Darius is my guy. I think Darius gets this done. I could see him uh, clipping him. Darius hits harder. But also, you'll notice Charles Oliveira, even the Makachev fight, uh, the Michael Chandler fight, which he ended up winning the Michael Chandler fight. But Charles Oliveira will get hit. 
Darius hits like a fucking Mack truck. He's very versed in uh, kickboxing. His hands are heavy. He has a granite chin. But the difference is here, and this is why I'm picking Darius, Oliveira get hit, and the guys he's fought before, because Charles Oliveira is such, you know, he's the best submission artist we've had in the UFC as far as performance bonus and finishes go. So guys are wary of that, and they'll, they'll rock him. He gets sat down on his ass. Then they're scared to go in and finish him. Darius is a high-level black belt. He is not scared of Charles Oliveira's guard, I guarantee you. So he's going to hit him, and he's going to not be scared to go down and finish him. So I think Darius gets the finish there. I could even see Darius getting a submission. But I think Darius by either KO or submission. This thing's not going five rounds. And you would have to give Darius a title shot. We, what are we doing here? You have to. The judges you do nothing about, fine, whatever, I'm going to eat that dick. But when it comes to giving Darius a title shot, we have got to give him a title shot after this. Look at his resume, dude. He's won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This will be his ninth win in a row if he beats Charles Oliveira, especially if he gets a finish. And Charles Oliveira was the king of the lightweight division. And it's not like this is an old weather Charles Oliveira. Y'all must have forgot. Yeah, the guy lost to Makachev. Yeah, damn near impossible to beat Makachev right now. Nope, it's going to be tough. Makachev's going to be reigning champ for a long time. Darius is a different matchup for him, which we'll get into that after this. But before that, you beat Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, ever heard of him? Michael Chandler, ever heard of him? Tony Ferguson, ever heard of him? Kevin Lee, ever heard of him? Jared Gordon, ever heard of him? Nick Lentz, Jim Miller. He submitted Jim Miller, you son of a bitch. Chin, little respect there, dude. This dude has performed the nights across the board. His last loss was in 2017 before the Makachev title loss. But before that, his last loss was in 2017 against Paul Felder. You almost forgot Paul Felder, too. He used to be a savage. Yeah. You see him doing the commentating, looking all cute in his suit. That motherfucker's savage. He'll just run 200 miles, too, for the fuck of it. Don't give a shit. So, you know, with that being said... My point of going through Charles Oliveira's resume is if Darius beats him, which he will, and he gets a finish, there is no rhyme or reason why he doesn't fight for a title. You got to be shitting me, dude. And Makachev Darius is a fucking scrap, dude. And again, stylistically, Darius poses a lot of problems for Makachev. Now, is he going to be a favorite in that fight? No. But he has the capability on the feet to finish him, and he's also no joke on the ground. He's also tough to take down. You know, so there's a lot of, there's some differences there, big differences. So I, I, I like Darius's chances, especially in this fight. And against Makchev, not a bad dog either in that fight. And then with the main event, Amanda Nunez, Irene Aldana, uh, Mexicans are doing the damn thing. Mexicans are doing the damn thing. Mexicans are, I don't know if you guys are noticing, they're taking over the UFC. It was Dagestanians for a little bit and Russians. Right now it's Mexicans. Mexicans are doing the damn thing. So there's something to it with these Mexicans. This is a much, much tougher matchup for Amanda Nunes. I would say most people in our space that do what I do or they're analysts or experts, quote unquote, are picking against Amanda Nunes. There's a reason for that. There's something special going on with the Mexicans. Her boxing, her takedown defense is pretty good. If I compare her to the, the Durandamy fight, you know, with Durandamy, she was such an elite striker Amanda Nunes had to take her down um Aldana's takedown defense is much much uh better than uh Geronimi's. so I, I I can see why people are picking her I'm gonna go ahead and pick her so if I pick against the Mexican I go home because of his issues so uh I'm taking the Mexican here 
and the Mexicans can be re- reigning champs all over the goddamn place. You got a lot of Mexican champions right now. Um, so for Amanda Nunes, also Amanda Nunes, 35. The Bantamweight cuts a lot for her. Uh, she'd rather fight at 45. Um, so I would assume she's the greatest of all time, hands down. But I, I would assume a lot of the narrative of white people are picking against her. She's 35, the weight cut. We've heard rumblings. She's Her heart's not really in it. You know, so it, it, she's set up to lose this fight, to be honest with you. She's set up to lose this fight. Mm. So we'll see, man. I just want a good fight, good finish. I don't give a shit who wins, to be honest with you. Be completely transparent here. So far, Amanda's a minus 325 on DraftKings. <laughs> I, I like the dog there. I like mm-hmm. the dog. And Darius, he's, he started out as a favorite, still the favorite. Um, yeah. Interesting. So we'll see. You never know what's going on. But again, when, when we say, oh, these cards are sleepers and the, 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 the fighters hear this and they show out, man, you know? Yeah. I'm sure Dana, before after the weigh-ins, he does this big like rah-rah speech and he's going to let them know, hey, people think this is going to be a shit card. It's up to you guys. Fighters show out. So usually we're going to get a good product. My only, The only caveat there is when you look at the stylistic matchups, it, it, I don't know. Unless guys say, fuck it, let's trade, you know? To make it exciting, but stylistically across the board, just not good fights. It's not that these aren't great fighters, just their opponents, the styles, it doesn't make for exciting matchups. It is what it is. So, you know, but really the only reason you're paying eighty dollars, you're gonna be a degenerate like me. The only reason you're paying eighty dollars is for Charles Oliveira Darius. Yeah. I'd pay eighty dollars if it was like, hey, one fight. Basically what boxing does. They're doing what boxing does here. They put a big name at the top. The rest of the card, you're like, I guess I'll put up with it. But hopefully they're fun. We'll see. Let's take a little break, fam. Calabas Fight Companion UFC 289 is this Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific on Thick Boy YouTube. We got Polly Shore, the schmo, and a very special guest going down for UFC 289. So tune in live, 7 p.m. Pacific on Thick Boy YouTube. Gentlemen, are you ready to take your skincare to the next level? I know I am. With Father's Day, your dad's face looks like crap. So guess what? Help him out. Seize the opportunity so your dad can get his face all juicy. Our trusted partners at caldera lab the leaders in men's skincare have the tools to improve the skin of the father figures in your life all right uh does your dad look like clint eastwood let's get that juicy face popping with their clinically proven products wrinkle free fine lines and signs of aging are visible reduced and a surefire boost to their confidence this summer join caldera lab for the skincare upgrade trust by countless bros use code shab at calderalab.com that's c-a-l-d-e-r-a-l-a-b.com to enjoy exclusive 20 percent off their finest products they gave your boy the eye cream and i use it every freaking day it feels so good on my face all right they got great products for the bros out there get your confidence up in your face get rid of those crow's feet get rid of the, get rid of those nuts hanging underneath your eyes get 20 percent off with the code shop at calderalab.com that's c-a-l-d-e-r-a lab.com that's 20 percent off at cal calderalab.com by promo code shop make father time a thing of the past this summer with the best skincare tools from caldera lab 
enjoy because this episode of the shop show breaking down ufc 289 which we have a calabas fight campaign for at 7 p.m pacific live on thick boy youtube with Polly shore the schmo and a very special guest it's all going down this saturday 7 p.m pacific but you know one thing one thing is true when you're watching the fight companion when you're watching this podcast and watching me do stand up your boys on that happy hippo kratom it's the only company that i trust for every show i take they're little Kratom shots, the highly concentrated Kratom shot. This is sour apple. They have butterscotch. All right. It gets you going, gets you in the mood, gets your brain fired up. Well, I love it. It's a, basically a turbo for my brain piece. Helps me get tackle my busy schedule. Helps you just get stuff done. That's the best way to describe it. It's not a crazy energy drink or some crazy espresso shot, coffee, none of that stuff. You get a nice balance. Just get stuff done, warm type of feeling, all right? Like I said, my favorites are the shots. However you get your Kratom, they have gummies. They got powders. They got the concentrated shots. They have energy shots. They also have these freaking first ever to market K-dips, Kratom extract pouches, the first ever to market. This is winter green. I like the blue razzle. They're 200 milligrams per pouch. Your boy uses about three of them. They're fantastic. Nicotine-free, tobacco-free K-dips. First ever Kratom dips to the market. The boys at Happy Hippo are getting it done. Try them out. You're going to love them. Go to happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK23. You save 20% off the K-dips. You save 20% off the Kratom shots, the energy shots, the gummies, the powders. It's the best Kratom on the planet. Take it from your boy. I don't do anything without Happy Hippo. Happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK23. Let's get back to the program. What do you got, Jen? All righty. Let's start off. Well, we already talked about this, but Izzy went off on the judges. He did this. Don't wear that coat, Izzy. <laughs> don't wear that big red It's too big. But, yeah. But nah, bro, FUs. And they specifically Fire named- Chris Lee and Saul D's nuts. Yeah. I tweeted that before even seeing the scorecards because I knew them too will F it up. How many times will, the, will they rob athletes of their moments of glory, their money and their livelihood for their family? F them skunks. <laughs> they need what? Get the whole one here. Uh, they need to expire quickly and go. Mike Bell was the only judge who scores properly. The other two definitely need to disappear. He went hard. And how did Mike... Uh, right here. Where's Judge? Or Mike Bell? Mm-hmm. I almost said Mike Judge. Uh, 10-9. Yeah, that's right. 9-10. 9-10. I, I can see how you get the second round. And then 10-9-4, 10-9-5. Yeah, you got it right. I can see how you give the second <laughs> round to Amir. But, yeah, he's pretty spot on there. I'm, I'm with Izzy on this. Yeah. I'm with Izzy. Here's the thing. You guys are going to do nothing. Izzy, all them. You can do nothing. We're going to complain about this. That's all they do. I'll complain on the show, and then we'll forget about it and watch Ultimate Fighter tomorrow, and then watch the pay-per-view on Saturday, and you're going to watch Cowboys Fight Campaign, and you know what you're going to do? Nothing. All you're going to eat, dick. How about that? What can they do? There's some big warm cock. You can do nothing. <laughs> what could they do, though? The fighters can't do anything, all right? Unless I don't do know. How's it going, though? You know what I'm saying? It's like there has to be something we can do here. I don't, I don't know. There has to be something. When I say we, I mean the fighters. The fighters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could do protest. what the SAG riders do and you just protest. But, okay, unless we see you changing and judging, nobody's fighting. And what you do, here, here's, my, here's my thought, fellas. You rally the troops, all right? You rally the troops, and you do it before the big, big, big event, like UFC 300. The week of, 
hey, guess what? Unless there's a change, we ain't fighting. Guarantee you'd see some real changes. Guarantee it. This whole, it's the commission. It's not me. No, Dana. No, no, dude. You say jump, everybody says how high. You could make a change. You just don't have to. It's not affecting your bottom line. So if the fighters go, all right, and they can't even do this for their own pay, so I doubt they're going to do it for the judging. But if they decided to put their foot in the ground, it'd make, I guarantee you, two days you'd have a change. Here's a question for you. Um, Eight inches. When you're, <laughs> when you're actually fighting and you did need the money, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And then you, a bunch of fighters are like, hey, well, let's do this. Let's do the protest. Would you be able to, during that time when you're hungry and you, you needed money, would you do the protest as Absolutely well? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> It's tough when you have Hell no, money. Give me my money, man. Yeah. Y'all crazy. Because all, all it takes is one call from Dan go, hey, man, all these guys are being bitches. You want to be the main event? Hell yeah. Fuck these dudes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's, that's why, why it's, so it's, tough. it's a tough, it's tough, man. I can sit here in our cozy studio and say, you guys need to do this. But I, you know, I'm not paying their bills. A lot of them have kids and wives and houses and mortgages and, yeah. you know, car payments. So it's easy for me to say. Yeah, but still, do nothing's it. Nothing's going to happen then. But do it. But do it. And then let me know how it goes. <laughs> Could be a disaster. Yeah. Um. So you already heard Dana White saying that uh, John Jones would... What, no, he wasn't saying that. Anyways, Dana White is actually doubling down on the whole Tyson Fury fighting in the UFC in the octagon against John Jones if he wants to take it. They have the money. They I thought he doesn't make circus fights. What happened <laughs> to those days? I know. It. I mean, it's always one thing or another. It's... Yeah, it's strange, right? So hold on, let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. The reason, the reason Francis basically left is because they want to entertain the Francis fight, and then now you're open to this circus act of Francis fighting in the octagon, like James oh, no. Tony Tyson, style, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury? Yeah. What I say, Francis, Francis. But now you're open to Tyson fighting in the UFC. You're gonna figure out that deal, but you can't figure out Francis and Tyson in boxing. Yeah. Okay. That tracks. They just didn't like Francis. They're like, we're good. We're good. Like, it's coming to fruition now. And then also, the bummer thing to see is Francis tweeting out, like, hey, if you want to come get some, he's like on the speed bag. It's like, oh, dude. <laughs> the video is just not that great. It's just his back. And he's like, yeah. And even on the speed bag, it's not like he's crushing it. It's, you know, it's good. <laughs> it's just like, all right. Anyway, I'll be ready. Tyson Fury's like, mm, I'm entertaining. Because again, Think about it. If you're Tyson Fury, would you want to do business with a proven commodity and a the best, by far the best market in professional sports? Not even close. Not even fucking close. By far the best market machine, the most powerful market machine. They have all the money. You know, it's gonna get all the views possible. Do you want to entertain that deal? Which who knows? And you know, you're gonna make legit money, or do you want to take a risk and go with Francis? And maybe the PFL's involved. That's not a proven commodity in any facet. Uh, they're not even in boxing, you know. Or do you just want to deal with your boxing promoter, and then Francis, and then you're you're basically gonna have to sell it yourself. Or do you want to go over to the UFC where you know they're gonna they're gonna sell their side? So then all you gotta do is worry about your side, which is pretty fucking good. And those two collab together, we're going Sizzler. Or are you gonna <clears> bank <throat> on Francis, who's never been a proven commodity never sold pay-per-views never was able to market really you're gonna go with that side no this is easy this is easy unfortunately sucks dude i hate saying it sucks absolutely sucks it's not good and if you're tyson fury fans you're, you're listening you're entertaining this 
I mean, you fight Usyk, right? Because that's what you do for a living is box. But sure, we're going to entertain this. I do not see Francis fighting him in any facet. Especially as the tweets, I was like, oh, man. He's like, come get some. Francis like, this. Is, see, that's why. That's why, dude. Give me something hot to work with, you know? Yeah. Give me something hot. That's why Connor Floyd worked. Connor gave you the fucking fire, dude. Serving up hot lasagna, baby. All right. I get a buddy who's uh I get a buddy who's helping Francis out with things as far as managing stuff like that. He ran this idea by me. Hopefully I'm not t- speaking out of turn here. He ran an idea by me about fighting in bare knuckle. I said if if Francis left the UFC to fight in PFL and bare knuckle, he has lost this war. He goes, No, it could be good, man, because their champion is homeboy from the UFC. Um Alan Belcher. So oh, yeah, Alan Belcher wants to fight. So he was like, hey, what if we did a one-off? And PFL is cool with it. What if we did a one-off with BKFC just to get him active, get him in the news, mm-hmm. and for him to starch Alan Belcher? And then would, and if, you know, if Fury and Joshua and these guys and Wilder see, you know, Francis absolutely take this dude's head, head off, does that get them excited to fight him? I go, it's tough, man. I don't think a nobody watches bare knuckle for the most part as far as the masses goes. The 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 download the app and stuff like that. So you'd get highlights, but to me it would just it would de- devalue Francis. And I said, and there is it's mixed martial arts, and this is bare knuckle. So you know the chances of getting knocked out even higher. I said, you ever thought about this? What if you were to lose to Alan Belcher? Career's over. You're not getting that. The, all those fights are over. His worth in the PFL over. That's not knocking Alan Belcher. That's saying Alan Belcher is no punk. Alan Belcher is no punk. It's also bare knuckle. We've seen guys who they might be more technical. They might be better strikers. You look at Mike Perry yep. in the UFC, not the most you know fluid, best striker we've ever seen. PFL, he's starching dudes. BKFC. BKFC, yeah. starching dudes. Yeah. Starching them. You know, take them gloves off, though, and come get some. He beats the shit out of these guys. It's such a Luke trip. Rockhold beats the shit out of these guys. Mm-hmm. Luke Rockhold as far as technique-wise, runs circles around Mike Perry. Doesn't matter. So for Alan Belcher, man, scary fight for Francis. So is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah, it gets him active again. Yeah, maybe the, the other big boxers see it. On the other side, though, what I'm just saying, have you ever thought about what if he lost? Game over. You know? Yeah. See, I'm so quiet out there. <laughs> What else you got? I'll see if I can hear him, and I, I can hear him in the background. Um, so since we talked about BKFC, I guess uh, the most recent one that they had, the pay-per-view, um, they said that they blamed th- 734,000 illegal streams for taking away from their streams, but they still hit six figures, a little bit above six figures. I don't know how you judge that or how you gauge that, but... Well, there's no... It's the same thing Chael always <clears throat> talks about. Like, There's no... There's no way to prove this. Yeah. Nobody's gonna audit this and be like, prove it. There's no way. Yeah, it's like with the like Chael, he says the Floyd Connor. They didn't sell that many pay per views. They can really so it's the biggest pay per view ever. Really, no one's gonna audit that. No one. There's no. There's no way to do it. So I, I don't know. Promoters are gonna promote. I don't know. You know, I'd be surprised. Very surprised. Yeah, it's because again, it's not. They're not known for pay per views. The, the app you got to download the app. It's difficult. I heard it was difficult. So, yeah. so for the general fan, they're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, make it easy for them to consume, you know? Yeah. 
Alrighty, uh, your boy Curtis Blades. His next opponent is going to be that crazy. This dude. is interesting. Johnson Almeida. I love this fight. Oh, you do? Yeah, I love this fight. It, it, I'm so curious. So curious what happens here. Yeah. So curious. I, you know, I still say that w the Curtis Blades that lost that last fight. Uh, I don't know what that was, you know against uh, our boy Pavlovich to lose that giant rush and nothing to you know hang your head about. He's a fucking savage, but. Curtis Blades and Almeida, I mean, it's such an interesting fight because Curtis Blades is going to have to, he can't just shoot in for the double leg, right? He's going to be, we're going to be able to see his striking. Much better striker than Almeida. The other thing, Almeida ain't taking Curtis Blades down like he's taking these other boys down. That ain't happening. I don't think Curtis, has Curtis Blades ever been taken down? That ain't happening, dude. I'm telling you that right now. So then you get, here's the thing, you either get a really cool knockout from Curtis Blades or you're going to get a terrible fight. No, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Or if we, we're gonna be able to see Almeida if he can transition, even if he gets taken down, can he transition to the back? Is Jiu-Jitsu that good for a big man where he can transition in the scramble and get to his back? Because if he does, if he gets by Curtis Blades, he's going Sizzler. Because after this, it's only top four. Yeah. <clears throat> it's in Brazil too. So you know who they're rooting for, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. I do. Jim. Mm -hmm. I've been there. <laughs> That's pretty I love this fight though. But this one's this one of those ones where it's like you didn't get a knockout, or it's gonna be a shit show. You're gonna get Derek Lewis Francis boring fight, no in between. Yeah, he's getting monsters lately. Curtis, yeah, yeah that's where he's at, man. Mm -hmm. That's the life you live. Um, here's a quick one. I God, didn't even know this I saw happened. this. How happy are people that Greg Hardy gets every time a he lot loses? Of people do, yeah. So many people get happy. I get yeah. it. I get it. Again. I don't hate on Greg Hardy what he did uh, the, in the accused of awful shit. Mm -hmm. The only thing I hear from people very close to him is he's such a sponge and he's so humble and grateful to have this life in mixed martial arts and boxing. And he just he, he listens and he's not an asshole in training. He's a great training partner. That's all I hear. I only hear good things. Now the past, yeah, it's awful. Uh, you know whatever happened there, but people just celebrate for obvious reasons when this dude gets KO'd. I don't know what's going on, but you should probably stop. Seems like it. Yeah. <clears throat> so this I, I even saw some big NFL guys like, man, Hardy's my boy. He needs to stop, man. Mm -hmm. Boxing, different animal. Boxing, completely different animal. At least take a long break after getting knocked out. But even out. if he's striking the UFC, it's not like, again, there's not enough hours in the day for him to make up an experience. But when he's so athletic in the UFC, you can get by, you know, to a certain level. And then once you get to those – even the middle tier guys, they've seen a big athletic guy. They know what a right hand looks like. They're going to be able to execute and get you out of there. In boxing, different animal. It's not It's not going well for him. He's yeah. going to get starched, huh? Yeah, so this is from Spinning Backfist. He's so big. Yep. And then he gets a count. I like the enthusiasm of the announcers. The head movement of his opponent's no punk, man. Hard looks giant, too. He, he He's like 300 pounds, dude. His punches don't look good, do they? What did you say? Hardy's punches, they don't look good, though. No, it's all arm punching. Yeah. He's not using his hips. He's also tired. And there it God, is. God, dog. Yeah, the guy, you know. Yeah. I know nothing about the guy either, but. I assume yeah. he's not a world beater, though. No. You know? So for Hardy, you know, I don't know if money's an issue or what to keep going, but it's a bummer. Hate to see it. 
hate to see it. All right, so Nate Diaz posted this recently because you know the whole marijuana thing, the commissions in Texas. Yeah, commission in Texas, you can't smoke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he had posted I, this. Here's my thing. Jake Paul, very smart guy. Team around him, very smart. Nobody considered this months ago. <laughs> Nobody. You know, Nate, Nate Diaz is Mr. Weed. Yeah. He's Mr. 420. Mr. 209, Mr. 420. Nobody considered. Nobody out of your staff, ever, 10 guys, nobody thought to look into the marijuana testing in Texas commission. There must be a way around it. But uh, so he posted the way this. around is by moving states. So he posted this on the second. And yep. Today he just posted this. It's still in, in Dallas. So interesting. I so wonder, like, if see. you let's say that they he did marijuana, got caught, he could still fight, right? You just get like a punishment or something. Um. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, it really depends. I don't know how strict they're going to be there. Um, he could, and they give him a fine. But I wonder if it nullifies the win, which I guess doesn't, doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. And then also, I assume if Nate or Jake might be like, listen, we can't switch venues. It's too late. Just do it, and we're going to cover the fine and pay you extra. Yeah, don't back imagine. out or don't make us move it because we're going to lose money. And so, I wonder if Texas like kind of turned their heads on it because that's money for them as well, you know? For sure. Dallas. I mean, they have enough money there, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hope you guys are enjoying the show. Last break of the show, this episode of The Shop Show, breaking down UFC 289. We have a Calabas fight campaign, 7 p.m. Pacific, live on Thick Boy YouTube this Saturday for UFC 289. You got the schmo, Polly Shore, and a very special guest, so make sure you tune in. It will be more exciting than the card, let's be honest. But this episode of The Shop Show is brought to you by On It, the one and true, the trident. We're talking about On It. We're talking about Alpha Brain, the number one nootropic on the freaking planet. They sold over a million bottles. Here's the kicker too if you don't love alpha brain you don't feel it it's not getting you to that jeff bezos level you can send you don't have to send the product back keep your money they refund your money give it to somebody who's going to appreciate it all right but you're going to love it they've sold over a million bottles it's the best nootropic in the freaking planet it helps you aids mental processing it's caffeine free helps with the flow state promotes focus supports memory remember names places fighters all their old fight cards, what are the fights they were on? It helps with all that. Focus on complex tasks, think more clearly under stress, react more quickly. We could all use this. They have Alpha Brain Regular, which everybody knows about. They sold a million bottles. They have Alpha Brain Black, Alpha Brain Instant, the Alpha Brain Shot. I prefer the Alpha Brain Black. It's like Alpha Brain on steroids. It's fantastic. On it also offers fitness equipment like kettlebells, steel club maces, sandbags, yoga mats. Need better nutrition? Say less. It's thick Boy Summer. They have protein powders, creatine, MCT oil, multivitamins. We got it all. It's the one-stop shop to get your thick ass in shape this summer and also to get your brain right with the best nootropic on the planet. Talking about Alpha Brain. Try the Alpha Brain Black. You won't regret it. Go to onit.com slash shop. You get 10% off. You're welcome. Let's get back to the program. All righty. So I was going to – oh, let's just talk about this real quick because this was from um, this past fight. Jared Gordon was, was supposed to fight Jim Miller. And then like a day or two before he had, he got pulled because during the media day, he announced that he had a concussion from that Bobby, the Bobby green fight when they hit heads. And then he's like, but I, I cured it on my, on my own somehow or something like that. And as soon as he said concussion, they it was only him. six weeks. Yeah. They pulled him. And Dana, Dana got pissed off at that. Like, why would you, yeah. Why would you say like, you got a concussion, you healed it yourself. Like you're not a doctor. But my question for Dana, so there's the commission, you have to go through all that. 
before you fight. There's coaches. Mm -hmm. Like, there's tons of levels you have to go through before it got to this point. So he shouldn't be bad at Jared Gordon, you know? Um, I mean, there's a lot of other people that are responsible for this. Fighters are going to fight. I mean, he, it, just him openly admitting it, that's the problem. But how long ago did he get headbutted by? Six weeks. And then, at, where's at, the commission? Exactly. Why isn't there a six month suspension? So he must have said he didn't get concussion, or they, they might have like said he didn't so test for a concussion. So is that on Jared Gordon? <laughs> You're right. Know. You know, Dana's right. He's not a fucking doctor. Yeah. So the doctors at the fight where he got headbutted by Bobby Green, shouldn't the commission give him a six month suspension? If they deemed it a concussion at that he time, he should yeah. say the commission fucked up. This kid should never been on this card in the first place. Yep. Jared Gordon gonna fight. He has bills to pay. This isn't a Jared Gordon fighter issue. Mm-hmm. This is Dana White's the 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 way they get guys to get into the octagon. The the process. There's a whole process, man. And somewhere he was able to slip through the process. Mm-hmm. That's on you, amigo. That's not Jared Gordon. That's on you and your staff. Don't be mean to Jared Gordon. That's on you, motherfucker. You're the one that let him slip through the cracks. Then week of the fight, he's like, I'm still concussed, but I guess they say I'm good. You're not a fucking doctor. I know, but they said I was good. I'm not good. I should have a six-month suspension. They always give six-month suspensions. Who the fuck thought he was okay? How does his team go, yeah, dude, you just got knocked out six weeks ago, but I think you're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't know how. So should should stop way before this. Fighters are going to fight, dude. That's why they're fucking fighters. And like, how could they? Same not thing with TJ Dillashaw. I can't believe he fought with one shoulder. Fighters gonna fight. Yeah, fighters gonna fight. It should have been stopped way before this. Don't be mad, at TJ. Don't be mad, at Jared Gordon. Be mad at the procedures in place that allows these guys to even sign up to take the fight. Because if I'm Dana, it's my business, and they go, "Hey, Jared Gordon, Jim Miller, damn, that's a great fight." Hey, have someone go check out Jared Gordon though. He just got knocked out six months, six weeks ago. Are we sure he's good before we put marketing all the shit into it? I agree. Fighters going to fight. <laughs> I can't believe they don't consider that a concussion too because they stopped the Insane. fight for it. Insane. All, all this is, <clears throat> he didn't. It's all good. Just take a little accountability. That's on me. That kid should never been on the card. He got knocked out six weeks ago. I can't believe Sean Shelby, whoever, the, the Mick Maynard, all the guys, the commission, I can't believe they thought he was going to be good to fight. That's on us. Mm-hmm. Jared Gordon should have never been on this card. That's how. That's called doing grown man shit, taking accountability. Ah, that's on me. Yeah, we fucked up. He's out. This other guy's in. Jared needs to take some time, rest, not be con- concussed, so he's a long career. Take some accountability. Fair enough. Uh, so Matt Brown has been beefing with Conor McGregor lately, and the most recent thing was I'd watch them fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is Matt. On, I think it was a, on a podcast talking about Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. So he put, uh, this is Matt Brown speaking, not me. But everything you see is him drinking or getting coked up. Or, you know, he's juiced out of his mind. That's effing bum life to me. All that money don't make you a, not a bum. When you step in the cage, you're effing bum. After learning about those comments, this is a funny Conor thing. tweeted out, he's such a <laughs> savage. Tweet out, Matt Brown, heroin addict. <laughs> this is so funny. He's undefeated when it comes to stuff. Connor fanboys are basically the same demographics as Miley fans. At least Connor was once a great champion with a crazy high ceiling. Bring on the hate. Boozies. He does give him compliments about who he was in the past. Another person who gives compliments about Connor's past is True Jordy. True Jordy. That's our boy. Yeah. I love True Jordy. And then so he 
I here's a a video showing Connor like you know fumbling on his words and looking like he might be drunk or on coke, and then he was saying something's wrong with Connor now, and then Connor obviously heard about it. Yeah, you gotta be careful. I, I I think the problem here too is you know True Jordy, obviously he's in the same business as I am. You know Connor. Whenever you mention Connor, good or bad, it gets views, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Connor's good for business. But I think he did a few videos on shitting on Connor, and he's at a level where it, co- it gets to Connor, meaning he sees it or his team sees it, and yeah. then fi- Connor's going to be careful what you ask for. He's going to fire back. It's very rare he loses these things, and he there's no there's no boundaries. So you got to be careful with this stuff. I don't recommend doing it. You know, True Jordy's a grown man. He's not, we're obviously talking about it. So if that's what he wanted. That's what he got. I don't like it. I love True Jordy and I love Connor. You guys know how much I love Connor. True Jordy is a buddy of mine. We talk. He's a great dude. Um, hopefully it stops here, you know, because I think he even went on a personal level, which I don't like. Um, yeah, you can play the voice. Okay, yeah. So Connor. Connor's been doing these voice notes. I don't think he's like one of the only guys that does this, right? I don't remember people doing this before. But, anyways, it's a Twitter voice note. Mr. Estrogen, what's happening? Bitch tits. Five fucking bitch tits. Who the, who the fuck are you? You little Bones victim looking thing. Fuck me, man. Who scalded you with a kettle? You fat fuck. You fat nobody. You little feminine pussy of a thing. Why well, fuck pussy, yeah? Keep my name out of your mouth, you stupid cunt. Sick of, sick of seeing your fat bone face. Scaldy fat estrogen head. Oh my god, you can't understand what I'm saying, can you, my pal? You've got subtitles under the fucking thing saying exactly what I'm saying. So what are you saying, you little <laughs> fat no-name? Mr. Estrogen. Yeah, you, it's messed up, but You it's don't want funny. these problems, dude. There's no need for it. There's no need for it. You don't want these problems. You know, Connor has time. You know, he has time. I, the, the, the alarming, this, the, the, all that, I don't like any of that stuff. You know, I don't like, like mm-hmm. the drama shit. But I love both those guys. But... The the bummer where I was alarmed is Dane in the press conference goes, they're asking, they asked about the Connor uh, Chandler fight. And he goes, you know, it's tough to get these guys to fight. Yeah. You know, you look at the money Khabib made and then he retires. It's tough when you're making that much money, you have that much money in the bank to fight in a, you know, in a steel cage. It's just, I get it. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, this fight's not happening. You know, like he wasn't like, you know, Connor has love for the game and we're going to come out with an announcement. He's like, it's tough, man. I mean, hell yeah, it's tough. <laughs> and then people are like, well, look at look at Tom Brady and look at the money he made. And, you know, look look at Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, these guys that have all this money keep playing. Yeah, yeah. Notice I said playing. They're not fighting. There's no offseason. It's, it's the toughest professional gig in the world when it comes to sports. There's nothing harder than being a professional fighter at the highest level. It is exhausting. So yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and good for them. Khabib, Connor, you get all that money. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to get in there when you don't have to. That's why when I heard Dana said, I'm like, oh, the fight's not yeah. happening. We're not gonna see Connor fight, are we? He even referenced like you know, when George left, George St. Pierre and Anderson Silva, we always have a big roster, it's, it's gonna be replaced. And people like, say it's it's over and yeah. there's always somebody next, like it, Wait, what? <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you talking about? Fight? Where's the synergy for the ultimate fighter? You're like, we're going to announce the fight. We're just not telling you when. It's like, oh, I see what's going on here. You're honey dicking us. So we tune in the ultimate fighter and then we never get the fight. How dare you? Mm. But also, I'll watch. I'll watch ultimate fighter. 
in hopes they fight, but they're definitely not going to. Yeah. That's why I was like, I, and I was like guaranteeing they were going to fight. Now it's like, oh no, 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 he's setting us up here. He knows that Connor's playing a little bit. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, it is. Um, hopefully, me, Con- hopefully Connor does it, you know, but it doesn't sound like it coming from, and also, uh-uh. good for you. As much as I love Connor, he's good for business, and I, you know, when, we've never seen anybody like him. If Connor's like, you know what, y'all? Nah. This is stupid. How about that? How about I have $300 million in the bank? I get a yacht. I'm playing grab ass at the F1. I'm doing my thing. I get my shirt open. How about I'm just going to keep doing this? He owes you nothing. He owes Dana and the UFC nothing. He's given them everything. I don't know why. Like, I would love for Connor to come back. Favorite fighter. If he doesn't, I, I'm all about it, dude. Khabib, when he obviously went for different reasons, good for you, man. When these guys retire, they still have their wits about them, and they got all the money in the bank. That's what we want here, guys. You don't want Connor sticking around till he's face down, ass up, and he's concussed as shit. A BJ Penn, a Diego Sanchez. We don't want – how sad is that stuff? Tony Ferguson. We do not want this, guys. We should celebrate when a guy goes, I'm good, man. I'm going to get on my Lamborghini yacht and travel the world with my family. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good for you, dude. You've won. So it's all – I'd be happy if he doesn't. Good for him, dude. Good for him. Yeah. It sucks for us to his fans. I mean, Case love him, but it'd be Such dope if, if he literally came out and was like, you know what? Fuck this game. I'm going to sit on the sidelines, talk shit on my yacht, keep making businesses. Good for you, dude. You have the option? Damn, that's dope. Not a negative thing. Yeah. I mean, it sucks for Chandler, but then Chandler did get to do Ultimate Fighter, so his – more exposed to people too, so it's and there's there's fights at fifty five that are fire. There's fights at seventy for Chandler, fire, mm-hmm. fire fights. Chandler Darius is sick. If they want to do if they're like Darius, you got to win a tenth fight in a row. <laughs> no, there's just one more. I can see that happen. And it's Chandler. <laughs> you do a tenth fight. He's all what? Yeah. Tell me if I already brought this up. I don't remember if I did. Adam Sandler and the UFC they're working together for a comedy. Oh, weird. I know a guy who does comedy to fight in the UFC. <laughs> so you think, you think he's going to call? It's like an office. They said like a UFC office show. You know, the office is great. So it's supposed to be that kind of that kind of feel. Yeah, yeah. They're going to get the same writers that wrote The Office? <sighs> I mean, Adam Sandler's fucking phenomenal. So he's one of my favorites. But this isn't up my alley at all. This is insane. Can you imagine if there's a guy that did comedy, then also he's fighting the UFC? That'd be insane. <laughs> Sounds like he'd be a perfect pitch for the show. It's so weird. Oh, and a guy whose favorite person on earth is Adam Sandler. This is weird, dude. Where are you going to find that guy? That's in, I know. I don't know. All righty. Um, so I just want to show you these because this is insane. This is from MMA Fighting. Dude, that knockout from the bottom of Mount. Yes. I mean, these are all finishes. Only a heavyweight could do that. I won't turn the audio on. So that's, yeah, <laughs> knocking someone out cold from the bottom. You, you know what's crazy about this? You're talking about that's an arena out there. Mm-hmm. 55,000 people. Whoa. Packed. And this is crazy too. Ugh. God, dog. Yeah, it looked like they put on a hell of an event. Yeah. Why does the ref have all these sponsors all over him? Let's see. At KSW, you don't realize how big it is. What, it was Poland or something I like really, that? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Poland. Dude, 55,000 people there. Look at that. Packed. That, and they're all into it like crazy too. Look at the ref. Oh yeah, he's like got a lot of stuff fire. on him. Boom, bink. Oh. That dude got knocked out from the bottom of the mount. That a, it's embarrassing. <laughs> B, 
You got to be so jacked up to knock a dude out from the mount. And this is Marius Pujanowski. Oh, and they were throwing. Yeah. Pujanowski, you know, he's had a great career for a guy that went from strongman to into fighting. Matt, first MMA is kind of a freak, is like a circus show. Yeah. Dude must want it, you know? Because he'd be scrapping. Mm-hmm. Oh, so here. <laughs> Keto George wanted me to show you this and get your opinion on it. Uh-huh. Wait, not that. This is Marab at the last event. Wait, bro, bro, shirt too tight. <laughs> I know, you're right? saying that. Those two buttons are hanging on for dear life. Those two buttons are hanging on like Charles Oliveira is fucking carrying this card this weekend. It is taking everything in his power <laughs> yeah. not to bust. And it's, I guess his hair, it looks like he has plugs or something now. Fuck yeah, right? to Turkey? Hell yeah, dog. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That's for Keto. Yeah, that shirt is... God bless the whoever. Let me know what shirt that is because it's quality. <laughs> yeah. That thing didn't bust Sticking and his together. tits pop out. That shirt is quality. I've been there though. Shirt looks good on the arms. You're like, man. But you know, you, here's the move, uh, Marab. What you got to do is just leave it on button, dude. I have a Dodgers jersey. I tighten that thing up. My t- I, I have double D's. <laughs> I have solid double D's if I tighten that thing up. I just push it underneath, dude. Wear a tank top. So you get the arms popping. But the, the buttons aren't fucking Struggle mm-hmm. City. Like fucking Lizzo Skechers. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he actually likes that style. I don't know. Hey, but no. Yeah. It doesn't look good on anybody. The The problem is the first one's the first one is Struggle City. Sorry, that guy's in shape. When the second, third, and fourth, like, dude, <laughs> yeah. dude, 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 the levee's going to break here. You got to unbutton it. The girl in the back seems like it, though. So that's all that matters. Her. She's hot. Yeah, she's cool. Alrighty, um, that's pretty that shirt much it. Is so tight, yeah. It sure is spray painted on. That's cool. Uh, there you have it. Yeah, UFC two eighty nine this weekend again. Not gonna knock your dick in the ground, but it is a fun card. I'll tell you, I can guarantee you the Cowboys fight can, campaigns gonna be way better. We got Pauly Shore. We got some. We got the schmo coming and another giant guest. It's gonna be a grand old time. The Tiger Thick Whiskey is gonna be flowing. The fucking it's gonna be fun. Guarantee. You, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Charles Oliveira, Darius, let's not pretend that's not the main event. Can we all knock the shit off? All right. All right, Chen, can you knock the shit off? <laughs> Man, that is the main right? event. You got a Mexican probably going to be your uh, women's bantamweight champ, so that's cool. Yeah, Dan Ege on the card against Nate Landwehr, which is always fun. But again, is it worth $80? That's up to you. Calabas Fight Campaign is free. It's going to be better than this. So tune in, 7 p.m. Pacific on Thick Boy YouTube only. Like and subscribe to the channel right now if you haven't done that. Love you guys. Thanks for watching. I'll be doing spots all around LA in the summer. Going to spend time with my family. So I love you guys. Next tour date on the books right now. There will be more, but right now it's Spokane, Washington. Spokane is September 21st to the 23rd. I'm at Skank Fest in Las Vegas. That's right. Skank Fest, Las Vegas, September 29th through October 1st. Get you some. All right. Then I have Chet. Niagara Falls, New York. Niagara Falls, New York's November 4th and 5th. I think one show on the 4th, one show on the 5th. Some big-ass casino in Niagara Falls, New York. Never been there. I'll check out the fall for 10 seconds and move about my day. All right? And I just refreshed this. It says Shab and Friends Pasadena. Holy shit. That's July news 20th. to me, too. <laughs> Shab and Friends in Pasadena Ice House, July 28th. One show only. Probably 8 p.m. show. Get you some. So you got Pasadena coming up in July. You got Spokane, Skank Fest, Niagara Falls. There'll be a lot more dates coming soon. I'll have some news for you guys. All right? Love you guys. Enjoy the fights this weekend. You'll see 289. 
Tune in to Calabasas Fight Campaign live on YouTube. The Schmo, Pauly Shore, a big-ass special guest, myself. Uh, that's live on Thick Boy at 7 p.m. Pacific on Thick Boy YouTube only. Love you guys. Like, subscribe. Do all the things people tell you to do. Love you. See you next time.